0: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, isn't it great to be here on this Wednesday night? Oh, yeah. We could come running back and, you know, this is the best way we can do it here on earth is to come to the house of God, to get into those arms, and that presence, and to feel the touch and the love of our beloved Savior, Jesus Christ. I appreciate you coming and, putting forth the effort to be here tonight on Wednesday nights. I understand. I've been where you're at, having to get up and go to work and some of you's been up and going since three and four o'clock this morning, but come to be in the house of the Lord tonight and I understand how the how busy it can get and things of that nature. So I'm gonna read my scripture tonight, and let you be seated. Acts one and eight. Acts one and eight. This is kind of just a launching pad of some things that Um, I've been praying over and um, just uh, feel God, and I I really believe God's moving. I really believe God's answering prayers and um, wants to really give us revival and uh, touch our lives and to help us in this end time, a man to be the uh, effective witnesses that he would have us to be. I believe it's very important in the time that we're here. Amen. Acts 1 and 8. But he shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And he shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. To the uttermost part of the earth. Would you help me pray? Pray like you mean it though. Pray pray like you really want God to anoint me. Pray like you really want God to anoint me. No, we know His Word's anoint it, But we also, we understand that the devil and flesh can have its way. It's going to try its best for it not to come forth and for it not to be effective, for it not to find its place in our hearts and our lives. But we know the Word of God is the bread. We know the Word of God is likened to bread. It's likened to water and these are very important elements Not only in the natural, so in the natural, but yet also in the spiritual. That's the reason we come to the house of God. Amen. It's for the glory of God, the power of God to flow and to touch and help us. Would you help me pray? God, we love you tonight and appreciate you. We're so thankful just to have this opportunity to be back in the house of God with our brothers and sisters. We know it's Wednesday night and we understand the struggle that can happen, especially on Wednesday nights. The hustle, the bustle, and and all that goes on in our lives. And trying to, to tend to things and deal with circumstances and situations. But Lord, I'm asking you to help us tonight to be anointed. Help us, God, to find the vein of the Holy Ghost and the heartbeat of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will help us to speak the words that you'd have us to speak in this house tonight. Under the tempo and the anointing, the power of the Spirit. I'm asking you, God, a special touch upon the saints of God here tonight. Upon this service and all that have chosen to be here and able to be here God. To hear the word of God and feel the touch of the Lord and the move of the Holy Ghost in this house. I want to bind up the enemy. I want to bind up that one God. that wants to hinder the power of your word and the power of the spoken word. Amen. Open the hearts and the mind of the spirit of every vessel in this house tonight. Loose my tongue. Anoint us and help us. But to so do a good job for the magnifying of your name and giving you glory and praise. We know what without your help, without your assistance, without you anointing us and loosing us and helping us. Amen. We cannot do this, but we're trusting you, God. We're going to give you all the glory and praise and honor for it tonight in Jesus' name. Lord bless you and you may be seated. It's good to see Brother Randy and Sister David. God bless y'all. It's good to see you tonight. House of the Lord to come worship with us. Good to see each one of you. Amen. All to come and and they worship the Lord with us. It's good, good to see Brother Shaw. Amen. Sister Judy, God bless you. I know you've had a trying week. And no doubt, even today, your mother having surgery and it went good. Thank God for that. And uh, so they've, they've been having some pretty trying days the last few days. And let's continue to pray for Sister Shelley and Sister Rebecca Bear and them. And God be with them and their family. Amen. they laying their grandmother to rest today. And uh, we thank all of you. Let me take a moment on their behalf. Thank each one of you that was able, and you maybe fixed food, maybe phone call, maybe text, uh, maybe you got to go, whatever. But uh, they appreciate whatever it was to sh- show your concern and your care in their time of loss. Amen. And that that hour goes a long ways, goes a lot further. A lot of times you can't really put words, amen, to it. But uh, your actions, amen, goes a lot further. Amen, word, your response, your concern, your care. And so we thank you for it tonight. I'm going to just maybe talk as much as anything or preach. I will just see it's just a kind of a, it's really just a little launching pad. And after some few things that's happened even this week, I really feel that we're in the direction that the Lord have us to be in. I'll be the first to confess tonight. I don't have all the answers, but we're pursuing them. We're pursuing means and ways that would be pleasing to God in the time that we're living. Uh, Not only just to live for God, amen, but to be the church that God wants us to be right here in this community. Uh, To be effective, to to win the lost, to uh, try to propagate this gospel, try to persuade others. And um, we we all know we can jump on the bandwagon quick and say, well, Scripture makes it plain that everybody's not going to believe this. Everybody's not going to be saved. And But that's really not God's will in the Scriptures. I'm going to bring some of that out. It's God gets no pleasure out of the wicked dying. It's God's will that all might be saved. Um, so I'm going to talk about some things tonight. I'm going to just, um, for the starting and the launching of it, Amen. So I've chosen this particular verse and chapter here. Uh, the departing of Jesus Christ as He spoken to his disciples and those that was following him. Amen. And he's given them the final instructions of uh, he's the final departure of Jesus Christ as he ascended up into the heavens. And he encourages his disciples and those that are there to go back to Jerusalem, Sabbath day journey. Uh, back to Jerusalem, go back in that upper room to tarry and to wait on the promise of the Father. Because with the promise of this Father, it's called the Holy Ghost. This is what's going to do the witnessing. Amen. It's, nothing else can out-witness the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter about the Scriptures. It doesn't matter about other things that happen. Now, I'm going to tie some of together. You just hang with me. This didn't just start happening in my mind and spirit in the last few days. But I've been pondering and praying, amen, because I'm a firm believer and I, I've took the time. I've listened to men. I've listened to men like Brother David Bernard. I've listened to men like Brother Nathaniel or Nathan Urshan. And men, I've listened to how he worked in Fort Myers and the methods they used and the directions they took and... I've listened to a lot of, of, i read some materials on on growing a church and things of that nature. And, um, but I just believe, and I believe this, and I believe God helped confirm that with me this morning in prayer. And so I'm just going to drop some things out here. And uh, I believe the time's important. I believe every day is important. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring some things up about uh, some things I believe it's uh, very important. Amen. Uh, to, to be the church that God wants us to be. To hold on to the fish that we catch. If I can put it that way, you'll see the connection in just a little while. Uh, of winning souls and, and persuading people about this gospel, about this truth. I've mentioned this and this has been several years ago. It's because we're part of the Bible Belt, because we're part of a place where uh, there's a lot of people that makes confession. They believe in God. They believe in the Bible. But a lot of those people, amen, also believe that they don't even have to go to church. They don't have to attend a church any place. They also believe different different ways and means. And um, I've heard them talk that me and the man upstairs got it all worked out. And I've, I've had them tell me to my face that I don't have to have a preacher. But if you really love God, and if you really love the Word of God, and it's impossible to love God and not love the Word. And so whenever you start having a love for the Word of God, that's an awesome sign that you really love God. And so when you begin to really love the Word of God, you're going to love what the Word of God has to say. And the law is not going to offend you. It may hurt you. At times it may uh, cause confusion in your walk with God at times. And, and you may struggle with areas of it and trying to, to grasp what it's telling you and instructing you and guiding you. But yet the word of God is never run not one single hungry heart or hungry soul that really loves God It says, God, I want to know you. I want to have the experience upon this earth that you want me to have. I want to walk in the anointing and the power, the election, the calling that you call me, the kingdom that you called me into. Woo, praise God. I'm glad I've got a hold of a kingdom that's not going to ever, ever die. It's going to live out through the eternities. I'm glad, amen, to be a part of that kingdom. And I, I'm not one here to stand before you tonight even in this pulpit been here 26 years that, that I've got all the answers. <laughs> and that I, I, I can just dot every I and cross every T and amaze you with things I'll get. But I do believe there is a method, I do believe there is a way of winning your community, of impacting your community. Of, of being the church that God wants you to be for your geographical location. I do not believe that every city and every country church operates just alike. I do believe it's a little different. Well, come on, preacher. Well, in prayer today, even, man, I got up here just walking back and forth talking to God. And, and so, so, and this is my own. It's very, it's very, you know, it's very grammar here tonight. It's just it's going to be basic, it's just not going to blow you away. You don't have to worry about that. But as I walked back and forth and I know God was dealing with me and He began to deal with me about farmers and He began to deal with me about gardeners and, and things like that in that area. And, and so I began to think about cities. and uh, If a, if you lived in the city, amen, your uh, availability, amen, to plant a garden's not real good, is it? Some of them, amen, can put a little platter on outside the window. Amen, some of them can take some... Uh, buckets and maybe some pots and plant a few few tomatoes and peppers and uh, you know possibly even a few potatoes I don't know but the garden size is very limited and so if you compare a man that city garden to the farmer that owns a hundred acres and that farmer's got a tractor And that farmer's got the knowledge and the ability and the resources, amen, to plant a 10-acre garden compared to an individual that's only got a couple of pots and a little window, and you, you just hang on with me. Amen. So whenever it comes times, amen, for who's going to start making compassion, who's going to be able to feed the world, amen, and who's going to be able, amen, to long to the neighbors and help this one, help that one, amen, at a time of need, whenever the, the grocery stores run out and places like that, I just wonder who you're going to really turn to. But understand something, God does not expect, amen, the guy that's living in the city, that all he's got is buckets, and all he's got maybe is a little, winder, a little outside of a window, a little panter outside that window. He doesn't expect, man, that individual. He's not going to call upon that individual. He's not going to send that individual. Neither is he going to send you to it. God knows how to set up things and He knows how to organize things regardless of where we're at and who we are. God knows how to work it. He knows how to equip us. Amen. And, and, and so as we, we watch some of this because there are some basic ingredients that are a must. I don't care if you're a city church or a country church. I don't care if you run 10 or if you run 10,000. There are some basic things There are some ingredients that's in this Bible that none of us can be exempt from it. It must be a part of it. It must stay a part of it. It must not ever change the doctrines and the commandments that's in this book. How to live for God. Be pleasing to God. It doesn't matter the size of the building. I personally believe it doesn't matter about the geographical location. I believe holiness is just as important in any foreign country as it is in America with or without education well (laughs) we'll just carry on but uh uh, but god knows and god sees and but i believe he's going to help us i believe he's going to help us and and so some of the first things i want to talk about Amen. If we're going to be fishermen, if we're going to be witnesses, and we'll talk about the Holy Ghost more, but just just bear with me a little while. Amen. But to be a, a true witness, there's, it's impossible to be the witness that God wants us to be without the Holy Ghost. Why? It's the Holy Ghost that does the witnessing as a temple of God, as a vessel of God. That's what makes all the difference in the world. It's not your holiness. And you know, I believe in holiness. It's not your education or the ability to quote scriptures. There's something about the witnessing power of the Holy Ghost alone. That's the reason so important on a regular and daily basis to pray through to the baptism and the ruling and the reigning of the Holy Ghost so that we can walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh. The only way I can be the witness that God wants I must on a daily basis learn how to walk in the spirit Hallelujah. to be effective and to be the witness that God is calling me to be and it doesn't matter if, if I'm in a, in a city i pastoring 10,000 people or if I'm in a country church with 10 people that's one of the resources that must happen in an apostolic church in a Pentecostal one God church okay so as we, we watch some of this, I want to prove some things to us as, as witnesses. How many of you believe it, that, that you believe that God wants you to be saved. Watch what Paul does with Timothy, in First Timothy here, First Timothy one and thirteen, who was before the, a blasphemer, a persecutor, injures but attained mercy. And he's talking about himself. Writing to Timothy, but he's talking about himself. Because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save Sinners. That, that, is the, that, that is the ultimate goal of Jesus Christ. He come to save that which was lost. <laughs> amen. 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 I tell you something I've been really praying about for a little while, and, 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 and I'm praying God to help me. I want to become a soul winner like I've never been a soul winner. Amen. And I don't want to pick and choose. I want to be the soul winner that God wants me to be. I want this church to be the soul winner that God wants us to be. And it doesn't matter to us what color of the skin they are. It doesn't matter what geographical location they may come from. Now understand some things. Amen. I'll tell you, I've been working on this a while. And some things unfolded this week to help help magnify this. Amen. And help me to know I was in the heartbeat of God and the will of God. Ethically speaking, uh, I can't get a team and go to Loosedale, Amen. And, And start witnessing for the first Jesus Name church of Bendale. Now... Or the Nathan said, come on, because you know what? That's a preacher's son that knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Amen. And I couldn't, I couldn't pull up in McLean and do the same thing. Neither can I pull down to Van Cleve and do the same. And so there is some limits. Amen. You and I can really load up. Because listen to what I'm saying. I'm not down. Just listen to me. As I listened to, amen, to Brother Ershon and he talked about when he went to Fort Myers, when he first started out down there. Now, understand something. I think he only had one service on Sundays. And then, officially they got started to have some mid-services and do some things. But watch this. He started out by himself, knocking. I believe he said there was somewhere, I think, about 50 doors a day, 500 a week. I thought, well, if I knock 500 doors in Bendale, Mississippi in a week, where am I going to go the second week? you this community will not be one in the same method there is a method I believe God's got to turn this community upside down Guess what? The most powerful testimony and witnessing that you and I can do is on a regular basis and on a daily basis as they watch you and I live for God. And they watch the witnessing power of the Holy Ghost flows through our lives in every conversation, in everything that we deal in, day in and day out in our community. We just think who God's called us to be. Hear what I'm trying to tell us tonight. Hear me. We can can knock on some doors. We're going to knock on some. And there's going to be some times we're going to go out there. i am telling you, I'm on target tonight. (laughs) I'm on target. God's going to help us. Because I got a passion, amen. And I just want to see God do something for us. You know why? Because I believe that's the ultimate goal of Jesus Christ is to save sinners. Guess what I was? (laughs) Some of you just wouldn't believe it. If you saw some of my high school pictures. If you went to some of the places I went and got involved, there ain't no way. But there was a way. We thank god for truth thank god for his grace and his mercy and bringing us out but i have come to the conclusion the bible says a man that wins souls is wise i'm telling this day and time that we're living with technology with all the information with all the different avenues even in pentecost I'm telling you, if it's ever been a time that pastors, that's going to have Holy Ghost revival, that's going to see people born again of the water and the Spirit with a transforming power, amen, It's going to have to walk in a different a different heartbeat and a different form than they've ever walked in their lives, amen, back in the early 1900s, amen, watch this, to, to some, a lot of people's surprise, the Church of God, a lot of the Pentecostals, a lot of them, there was the only thing, I think Brother Ford mentioned this, there was basically only one thing that separated them and that was baptism. Amen. Many of them received the Holy Ghost. Many of them lived holy and godly lives. But even the Methodists, amen, lived godly lives. Even the Methodists had a method of shouting and and some even said they spoke in tongues and and things of that nature. But something happened and it died off. Amen. And they walked away from it. Hallelujah. Because preachers got out of the pulpit and decided, amen, to pacify people and pacify their ideals and their opinions. That's never going to happen to have Holy Ghost revival. But I'm telling you we can have a Holy Ghost revival and I'm going to back this up. That's the reason I'm pursuing some certain things that to take place in this church and in our services. <laughs> don't, you, don't you listen to me tonight. Don't you listen to me. How many of you believe that that few moments of prayer the start the service is important? How many of us put very much into it? How many of us put anything into the prayer or we stand around and wait and watch everybody else? I ain't trying to be ugly. But i will tell you something. And this is the, history. the whole theme of our message tonight is going to be this. It doesn't matter how many doors I knock on. It doesn't matter how many doors you knock on. It doesn't matter how many you bring to this place. If we don't have somewhere to bring them, that they can feel the power of God that they can feel the glory of God that they can feel the pull of heaven on their lives amen something transforming amen in this place hallelujah now, you just stay with me because as I prayed about this hey, it got a hold of me this morning you know it's kind of like and, and I, I thought you know, it would be kind of good if Brother Brandon was here but, but he wasn't able to I only used Brother Brandon amen he's a first responder you know these first responders and you know they got some accolades about this deal in 26 Did y'all know that the main guy over it wrote, wrote, wrote a letter to Bendale and, and to Central you know, bragging and boasting how well they had worked and worked that night and worked as a team, amen, to get those people in a, in a in a proper means of time to get them out of that dangerous place as they put themselves in a dangerous place. But watch this, we could add that was that was awesome. It was mining. We had some of the greatest men and individuals that took a part of that. But watch this. If they'd have got them out of them holes with, with safety and all that, but couldn't didn't have an ambulance to put them in, didn't have a man emergency room to carry them to, didn't have a hospital, amen, with surgeons. How do they carry them to? What good is it ever, amen, to get them out of the pit? What good it have been, amen, to get them out of that hole? I'm telling you of the Holy Ghost tonight. God, we've got to have a place to bring them. You can go out there witness, us, but you and I have got to have a place to bring them. And it can't be accessible. <laughs> and don't take me wrong tonight. You can be seated. It's Wednesday night. That's the reason it's important that every service has a power and the love of God in it. Okay? What's what I'm trying to tell us? You know, if I come to church on a regular basis and all i had done, amen, was come to find me a pew because I wasn't doing no special singing. I sure wasn't going to be doing no preaching. I wasn't even going to be asked on to do any praying. So, you know, I'll just show up when I get here and I'll just find me a place because really you know there's no pressure on me I'm just here because there's no requirement on me to come up with a song are no requirement on me to get a move of God but I'm here to beg the difference with you tonight In fact, everything that claims the Holy Ghost has a responsibility to tap into the powers thereof and help create an atmosphere in this place even on a Wednesday night. That the the will of the Holy Ghost Can be in this place Because you watch this That could have been one of our little six year old girls Amen That's playing on the playgrounds this morning And all of a sudden her coat got caught Amen And wrapped up around her neck And choking her And choking the life out of her And almost dead Amen That could have been one of our little six year old girls And I just want to ask you What's your results Amen Would be a lot better That every time we show up to this place We know we feel the power of God And the love of the Master and we know that we're giving him our best that in that moment of time that we can turn our eyes to the almighty God and say Jesus we're in trouble and we need the mercies of God hey I stopped everything I was doing when I got the text it didn't matter what else was going on cause I got a six year old granddaughter and I just realized amen that could have been my granddaughter and so you know what I believe this guy can hear our prayers I believe this guy could turn that circumstance or situation around I believe amen all the damage. And what touch of this God? He could turn it around. Right. But after God does that and somehow somebody witnessed to her that folks over at that first Jesus name church touch God for you and they bring them here. They bring them here. I want to make sure that when they can bring them in this place, you watch what I'm fixing today, what I'm bringing out in the scriptures tonight. Amen. There are some very powerful things that can happen at the apostolic church. A lot of churches really, that's the reason they don't take the time to pray. That's the reason they don't take the time to anoint people. We even got away from it, but we're getting back. James says, Any sick among you, let them call. And I know you have to wait for services. But who just knows, except God? Amen. That every time we come and anoint them. Now watch this. Brother Ford was with me Sunday night after service. We spent a little time. Brother Sanford drank some coffee. Didn't have no refreshments, none of that. So we would invite everybody. We just had coffee, and uh, but, uh, Amen. So, but we got to talking, and he done he done rehearsed this to me one time. But uh, I don't know. They got to talking about the elders and some of them, and he talked about was he says Uncle. Hey brother. Said he said he's about sixteen years old and said he had a big old wart on his wrist right here. Said he came up to his uncle's house and said he said he noticed it. He said, Boy, what is that on your arm? He said, That's that's a wart. He said he looked at him, and said he talked real slow. he said, Boy, you believe God can move that wart? Yes, sir. Yeah, I believe God can move it. Said, come here. Said he took his thumb, placed it on that wart. He said, he said, I've said, said, he's done it just like this. He said, now God, in the name of Jesus, you let this word be gone in the morning. That was it. He said, the next morning I got up. He said, it come across my mind. He said, I felt He said, that dude was gone. He said, it was gone. Now you listen to me tonight we're not careful we want to get in the entertainment round ring and we want to start putting on a show and we want to start you know putting on some when it's all said and done, it's faith and faith alone in the name of Jesus that will open blinded eyes and open up deaf ears and cause the lame to leap. Hallelujah. We don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to do any of that. No, and I'm not saying don't get excited. Hey, I'd get as excited as probably as anybody in here praying with people and all that stuff. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to explode. That's not what I'm saying. But on the other hand, it's not all of that. It's just simply speaking the word by faith that in the name of Jesus, I'm going somewhere. Because there's something about miracles. There's something about notable miracles taking place that can draw people, hallelujah, that nothing else would draw them. Pull them out of the dungeons. Pull them out of the highways and the byways. When they begin to hear the miraculous power of Jesus Christ take place, I'm telling you, they'll come out of the woodworks. So I want to talk about that a little bit you don't mind tonight now let me go back the purpose of jesus ministry paul makes that very very clear to us that christ jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom i am chief the next chapter of first timothy 2 picks up there and he begins to talk about a man begin to exhort timothy begin to encourage him as a young pastor Amen. About men and who they are and where they're at and what they're doing. He encouraged him. Watch him. And first of all, supplication, prayers, and intercessions given of, of all things be made for all men. It didn't matter where they were, who they were. Amen. There's a purpose, a reason for that. For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved. Listen to him. Who will have all men to be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. Woo. Huh? Well, I tell you, God knows what he's doing. We just got to let him work. We we gotta quit trying to figure it out. We gotta quit lining up all the ducks. We gotta quit thinking, well, it's got to be that way and all. Amen. what's the sower do. He didn't go out there and analyze every little piece of the ground, say, well, this will do and this and won't. I'm gonna buy a pie. No, a sower just sows. That's what he calls us. We're just a sower. Now you watch this. This is something that's been working on me. God, you help me be the sower that you want me to be. Why? For two reasons, amen. Because without sowing, there'd be no bread for the eater. Neither will it be any seed for the sower and so God you help me so it don't matter hallelujah God and and pull in the because you know what the seed is the word of God and it's God's business amen what soil it falls on it depends on the soil it's not a likeness in the seed it depends on the soil amen how it's going to respond to the seed and if that seed would just soil would just open up and start letting the seed work operate. That's the reason Amen. the Bible says, a man that wins souls is wise. He knows how to listen to the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost gives him the green light, you go. But when the Holy Ghost gives you a red light, regardless, you stop. It doesn't matter if it's your enemy or your best friend. You've got to learn how to walk in the Holy Ghost to be the witness that God wants us to be. And be the vessel that God's called us to be. In the soul world that we're living in tonight, Brother well, Ford said, I wasn't lengthy long. I'm not. I'm not going to be tonight. I'm going to preach on this a while. I'm going to preach on this. I believe God's going to give us some answers of some methods and ways how to impact our, our city, and if you want to call it that, our, our community. Amen. Wherever the boundaries are at, amen, that where we can work the field. Now watch this. <laughs> your field is where you go. Some of you, it's at the shipyard in Gula. Others, it may be just wherever you're working, that's your field. That's who you're going to work with. That's who God's going to allow you to encounter with people. <laughs> and it's God's business from that point uh, he wants to pull them and bring them. we 're not trying just to build a local church. i 'm not in competition with other churches, and that 's including Pentecost One God churches. i 'm praying for Brother Rutland just like I pray for us. I'm praying for Brother Dylan just like I pray for us. I pray for the lighthouse just like I pray for us. I want everybody to have revival. Why would we want everybody to have revival? Why we, we want everybody to have a mighty move of God? I don't understand in the way of nobody walking in the heartbeat and the will of God Almighty and the call of God upon their lives. I want everybody to be where they need to be because time's running out. And I'm going to tell you something. Every service is going to count. Because watch this. Don't, and I, I was going there a while ago, but don't come in here. Kick back and sit back. Service after service. Then all of a sudden you bring your baby. You bring your friend. You bring that worker that you've been working with all of a sudden. Hey, I think I go to church with you. Don't text the pastor and call the pastor and say, Hey, I got so and so coming. I want y'all to do this and I want y'all to sing that. and I want When you sit here service after service and didn't bring not one, one stick. When you didn't move not one time when people's in the altar and you didn't make. I'm going to tell you something. There's an obligation of everybody in the house that claims the Holy Ghost. When these altars fill up, everybody in the house ought to be coming up here praying and interceding. I'm going to tell you something. And I don't want to get too whatever here. But I'm going to tell you something. Unless there was a trainee. Everybody was in that labor room with Sister Mel was busy doing something. You would stand over twirling your thumbs. Amen. And on the phone texting with somebody. No, man. We're having we, we a child here. We got everybody on board. Some of you is looking at me. That's okay. That's okay. I'm still right. And I'm not being ugly about it, but I'm still right about this. It's God's will for us all to get involved. Man, but to, as we come in this house with our minds and our hearts, it's just as important for our singers. Singers, I don't want us to come up here and act like this. is just a dredge to you. You know it's a great burden and you know you're not doing that but i'm just saying i'm just what if i walked in this house and every every time i had to get up and preach and i got up here well it's time that we preach again i really don't want to though i'm gonna read you a few verses and Somebody's talking about some of this technology, Brother Andrew. Somebody talking about some of this technology. Anyway, a while back, and I told them, well, hey, we'll just plug it in, and hey, we'll just send it to them. I won't have to worry about all this other stuff. Just make sure you send your tithes and offerings, though. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. But I just wondered, now you watch this. Because watch what God done. And I'm going to bypass some things here. But for time's sake. And, and I'm not going to keep you long tonight. I, I never do. Especially on Wednesday nights. But, but, but I want you to look at something. Amen. That, that's got my attention. Amen. As I study this out. And I got way too many. I got all these markers. And I got five pages. I got a lot. But I'm not going to cover all of it tonight. But, but God brought me to the 47th chapter of Ezekiel and he talks about at the house he says after he brought me again unto the door of the house of the house what begins to flow out of the house I'm going to tell you something what flows in this place is going to make all the difference in the world because when the lame comes in this place there's got to be something that flows in this house that can touch them there's got to be some water there's got to be some bread and both of these are likened unto the Holy Ghost or unto Jesus Christ having his way in the house of God and I know it's Wednesday night hallelujah But I'm going to tell you something. Wednesday nights are just as important as any other night. And I understand. I appreciate. I really do. Don't take this wrong. Amen. I really appreciate you just coming. But please. Amen. Don't come with the attitude. It's just a good deal. I just showed up. I know you've been busy. And I know you had a long day. But on the other hand. When you get here. Something ought to perk on the inside of us. Something ought to move on the inside of us. But I come. Amen. To worship my God. I come. Amen. To do what I can. To see a move of the Holy Ghost. I come. To help some somebody amen to touch the king I come to have somebody to find healing I come to have somebody to be redeemed I come to have somebody to be atoned. I come on purpose amen I didn't just come on purpose amen just to show up I come on purpose amen to see some results see some results what can flow what can happen in the house of God so sure enough he took the man and he took him to the house And you watch what he done. He said out of the eastward side, the right-hand side, waters begin to flow. Amen. He went out 15 cubits amen, and in that, amen it was actually a thousand, but it measures up to fifteen hundred, amen, fifteen hundred, hallelujah, he measured out, and he was ankle deep, he measured out, amen, the angel took a line and measured out another, amen, a thousand cubits, which is fifteen hundred feet amen, and he, he said it became knee deep Hey, something that can flow out of this house, and if you'll do a study on that those scriptures right there, and what they liken to it, there's a place called the dead sea, that can't produce life but now he's telling him, and not of the temple out of the house of god that river's going to flow but it's going to reach a point on its own it's not that amen out of the house itself it got on its own it began to build and motivate and it reached a place until it got to the to the thighs and then it reached a place amen he said it became swimming waters it came to a place that i couldn't even cross of the flow and the power of god hey i'm telling you we got out of the flow of the holy ghost in our lives like we never had in all of our born days we're living in a very dangerous hour we're living in a very dangerous time And the Holy Ghost is the only thing that's going to keep us. Or we'll wind up deceived. Or we'll wind up on a side road somewhere. Or we'll wind up gobbled up and eat up with other things. I'm fixing to say something just to prove what I've said. and been warning us about. You know why something's not here tonight? Because they're so overwhelmed with life. Not a judgment against them. It's really it's not. This is out of a heart of a compassion. But that's the reason. Can't hardly put one foot in front of the other because they've been so, so strung out for the last three days trying to take care of the business and the responsibility that's laying on them now. And I'm telling you, the devil's using that tactic. And it's, your, it's, it's working well even against the Pentecostal church. If we're not careful, we spend more time trying to make a dollar. We'll miss church. We we'll miss prayer meetings. We'll miss personal dedications with God. Anybody ever say, man, I'm going to get in my prayer closet? Man, I'm going to talk to God. I'm going to get to love him. God, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, no. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus. Mm. You know what? I, I need to go. Well, that needs to be done. This if you didn't take that cell phone and leave it somewhere else. That's sure some of you you got to recharge that thing two or three times a day. I being ugly, I'm just telling you where we at. It's where we at. But it's hard to walk in the house of God, anointed and favored of God. Whenever the last three days we haven't hardly talked to him. We haven't spent any time with him. Any, 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 any time with him that that would help bond that fellowship and bond that relationship and bond that anointing upon our lives. But I'm telling you when we walk with him day in and day out, you know what happens? Compassion starts happening. Concerned about lost souls start happening. All of the realization saying, you know what? My buddy's lost and undone. Hallelujah. It's not really important I do, but what's important, amen, and i be a witness to him. Highway to be a soul winner when's the last time it really got a hold of you I want to win somebody to Jesus Christ I want to persuade somebody that there is a God and there is a Savior and there is the truth We're living in the same world that Micah talked about. In Micah 7, he says, What was me? For I am as when they have gathered the summer fruits as the great gleamers of the vintage. There's no cluster to eat. My soul desired the first ripe fruits. How many wants the Holy Ghost to fall in the house? How many enjoys when the Holy Ghost just And so there's a responsibility On us to To pursue that right Every instrument player I've almost made it a practice now Every time I come up to pray I come up here and I pray for all our instrument players. Say, God bless them, anoint them, use them. Help them. God, put the songs in their heart. Put your anointing on them. The devil hates them. The devil's warring against them. He wants to rob them of the joy of playing and singing for you. He He wants to cause distractions. He wants to cause division. But there's something about Unity, There's something about one accord, and go right to the chapter I'm on. Hey, Amen. They was all in one accord. You know what one accord actually means? Purpose. What would happen if we make up in our minds and our hearts? Do you know what? When I come to the house of God, and it doesn't matter if it's Sunday morning, Sunday night, or Wednesday night, or any revival night, I come on my mind made up on have a move of the Holy Ghost, and it really doesn't matter to me if we're running and shouting. Or if you boo and crying, Or ever how God sees. Every service is not going to be the same. It's not. There's going to be something different every time. That's the way God works. That's just God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I want us to be powerful witnesses as we give ourselves to the Holy Ghost. But we can witness to them, but if we don't have somewhere to bring Him. Is anybody ever invited somebody to church and you found out they was coming? You got excited. Y'all, y'all look at me like <laughs> I look this way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. you. But immediately you would just <laughs> immediately you went to praying, oh God, I hope the Holy Ghost falls. Man, I hope the power of God. I hope Brother Moore, I hope he just I hope, man, I hope they sing, man. I hope they sing this song or that song, oh God. You know what God's gonna He, gonna, he wants to honor that and he really don't, don't take that wrong But He'll come on you honoring that If you've been practicing it Four or five services Seven or eight services Ten or twelve services back Six months ago, a year ago God, nobody hadn't, hadn't come. to I've invited a lot of people. They, they're not with me tonight. But you know what? I am praying the Holy Ghost to fall in this house. I pray the power of God to move in this place. Hallelujah. Because you know what? If word gets out. Now watch this. Watch this. This is a point. Jesus' ministry. Some of his most powerful ministry was out of the synagogue. Okay. I got a few minutes. Let me just read a few scriptures. I, I, I want to try to... Uh, get you to understand really what I'm trying to say here. Luke 4 and 31. It came to pass, or he came down to Capernaum in the city of Galilee and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were all astonished at his doctrine. The doctrine can't change, folks. We can't change the doctrine. You can't change truth. We're going to stay with the doctrine. We're going to stay with truth, okay? Talk the doctrines. For his word, his word was with power. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice saying, let us alone, for have we to do with thee Thou Jesus of Nazareth, or thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the mist, he came out of him and heard him not. They were all amazed and spake among themselves and saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded even unclean spirits, and they came out. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. You'd be shocked. What can go out? What takes place in this place? A few of the right miracles take place. It'll turn this community upside down. A few things start going, flowing out. Huh. It start impacting certain people it may maybe all societies marked off and we don't even know them. But God brings them in him, fills them with the Holy Ghost and the power of God. And they start telling it. They start telling it. Matthew 4 and 23. Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. hard to stop. Good news. You can't hardly listen to the other news. Only kind of news they got is bad news. But we got good news. We got good tidings. We got the gospel, amen. To confess to them, and to proclaim to them, and let them know what can flow out of this house. Now I want you to watch something. I really feel God gave me the scripture for this. Watch this. Matthew nine, when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the ministers, amen. And this is one that acted. To the, they was flute players. They was hired. They was hired in with the mourners. When somebody had died, they come in and they made a noise. And the people making a noise, and he said unto them, "Give place." I believe God's telling us, if you'll give me place, I'll work. If you'll give me some room, I'll work. If you'll give me some time, I'll show you what I can do. If you'll come, amen. Amen. And don't don't treat church just like, well, it's just another Wednesday night and I've done good. And I understand that. I understand that. Amen. You got children, you got homework, and sometimes it's all you can do for run from Dan to Bethesha and just slide in the door. But when I, when, I, when I get here, I'm going to have my mind made up. Amen. I'm going to have my mind made up that, that my expression is going to be, I'm glad I'm here, God. I may have come in on one foot because the other was broke. I may have come in on two wheels, amen, because I didn't have time. I may have even had to bypass supper. Or maybe I just, I've just gobbled down a, a ham sandwich or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I'm here. Hallelujah. Without complaints, without murmuring, God, I'm here. And I'm ready to have some church. I'm ready for the Holy Ghost to pour out. Hey man, that devil's been hounding me all day, but buddy, we're fixing to get the handle on him. He's fixing to see who is what who side I'm on. He's fixing to see who I find glory in and joy in. Hallelujah. The Joy of the Lord is our strength, and there's something about getting the move of God and the power of God. And so, in that particular verse, he said to him, Give place for the maid he is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But you know what? That's just the way he operates. That's just the way he works. Amen. he don't have any problem whatsoever. Amen. To work in that power, in that ability. Amen. To do great, marvelous things. Mark. Amen. Again, I'm going to take him. He, had, he came to Capernaum straightway on the Sabbath day and entered into the synagogue and talked and was astonished at his doctrines and at the authority that he had. But I'm going to drop down the 24th, saying, Let us alone. What are we to do with thee, Jesus? Now, As thou art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God. And then you drop down the 21st, says, What thing is this? amen this new doctrine is this what with authority came in even unclean spirits and they obeyed immediately his fame spread among throughout the region round about Galilee whole Galilee out of that synagogue out of that service out of that place this fame went forth this power went forth don't ever underestimate the power of a service to impact our community and watch this it impacts the spiritual world if you have the right move of god here it'll impact you when you walk out of here tomorrow it'll impact you for the next day but we must have the power of god that witnessing power of god in our services we must come in this place with our minds made up that's the reason though at prayer room that prayer room is really important it really is. It's a place that we come and make connection. It's a place we come and, and we can cast some things aside and pull some things down and get ourselves in condition and in a place in the Holy Ghost. Amen. For the power of God to flow. And bypassing that is a very dangerous thing to do to walk in here. Now, sometimes it can be helped, and I understand that. But there's a lot of times it could be helped. When you make up in your mind, I'm not going to bypass coming to the house of God. But I'm going to come and I'm going to worship and I'm going to magnify God. So what am I trying to tell us tonight in the beginning of of this little series, Amen, of being a witness, amen of Jesus Christ. Amen. The first place that we got to got to work on, the first place that I wanted it to be anointed and powerful is this place in every single service. Coming with the spirit, coming with the attitude. God, we want to move the Holy Ghost. And it doesn't matter if we have an evangelist. It doesn't matter who's going to be preaching. It doesn't matter who's going to be singing. Amen. We're going to come believing, God, you're going to show up. You're going to help us. You're going to anoint us. You're going to move upon this place with such an anointing and a power of your presence. Amen. That can transform our lives. Lives, hear me again, Amen. You got to understand this. We can have the greatest res- first responders, and they can have all the greatest uh, instruments and that, Amen. To 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 show up on the scene and and bring them out of holes and bring them out of dangerous situations. But if we don't have ambulances and we don't have emergency rooms and if we don't have hospitals and we don't have somewhere to carry them, amen, they're wasting their time and effort because they don't have nowhere else to carry them. Watch this. I want us to witness. But when we get through witnessing, amen, when we bring them to this place, I want it to be anointed. I want it to be full of the Holy Ghost. I want it to be full of the joy and the power of God. I want it to be full of unity I want to be all connecting and plugging together and it is everybody if you claim the holy ghost this is a part of your responsibility no one is exempt everybody's responsible for the flow of god out of this place doesn't matter how old you are how young you are if you call me your pastor you call this your home church then that responsibility lies upon each one of us. And I want to be a part of the numbers doing everything we possibly can to have revival. How many of you believe the devil's working against us? How many of you believe the, that we're in the end time? How many struggles just come to the house of God? I ain't asking for a response there. But... Seem like some things that go wrong, go bad or go wrong, it goes, what, what days? You'd be surprised. I mean, he's told me, you know, they didn't have no, no stomach problems or nothing till Wednesday. Sunday morning, all kind of aches and all kind of... If I feel good on Saturday and go do what I want to do and everything else and something shows up on Sunday morning, I'm going to drag that devil to church. I'm going to drag that devil to church. That's all it is to it. That's a done deal. If I'm going to go, especially if I'm going to get up Monday and do what I want to do. <laughs> if I can do it on Saturday, but, you know, uh, on Sunday, then, uh, something ain't right. Something ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to help us. But that's how the devil works. Now, sometimes you've got some, you know, God knows when it, God knows. And you know what? We know. We know. We know. I know my time's up tonight. Hopefully something's being said here tonight to help us. Uh, this, this, is, this is my heartbeat. This is my desire. Amen. Uh, uh, I want us to be the church that God wants us to be in this community. I think we're living in some very dangerous times, even among Pentecost, of, um, to be wise, to be very careful. Uh, We're going to be bombarded with all kinds of methods and ideals and opinions and uh, things of that nature take place, designs of buildings, lights, music. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And um, you know what? Nothing can take the place of the Holy Ghost. Nothing can take the place of the Holy Ghost. You get the power of the Holy Ghost falling and flowing through you. We've all been there. You've been witness of folks. Man, the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you and goes to working through you. Man, you think... Man, there's nothing like it. It's awesome. <laughs> so let's do it. Love you tonight. You can stand. Time's up. I, uh, we love you. We really do appreciate you. And um, I probably had way too many... But I, I didn't get none of the scriptures in the Bible. I just kind of bypassed all that. But most important thing i want us to focus on Amen. and, and, and our witnessing uh, Hear me i want us to spend some time in prayer i want to spend some time talking to god and i want you to talk to god and ask god god whatever i can do in our local assembly and in our services to help enhance our services and for them to be what you want them to be god if you'll show me i'm going to do it i'm going to do it i don't have to be a special singer I don't even have to be the preacher. I don't even have to be asked on to pray. I don't, no, but I want to do my part. Because if everybody would do their part, if everybody come in one accord, one mind, one spirit, I'm telling you, there'll be a power of God that'll fall in this house. It'll blow this community away. It will astound the community what can take place in this place. I believe in the miracle worker. I believe miracles are still intact. I believe they're still part of apostolic. I believe they're part of revival. And I don't believe we have to wait to revival services. Amen. have a special speaker to have them either. I believe we can have them right here on a regular basis. Amen. From God and the touch of God. I want to see some of you mightily touched. And I believe God's working. I believe God's working in some areas in a mighty way. And I believe there's going to be some testimonies in some of these areas. You know what? So we're not going to give up. We're going to believe God. Love you. Appreciate you. I'm just going to let you be dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you.